Hello and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. Come with me on a journey of self-exploration, overcoming obstacles, and learning to believe in yourself. I'm your host, Joe Parker. Join me and my beautiful wife, Kimberly, as we explore what it takes to achieve our dreams. Overcome our fears and doubts and have some fun along the way. It's sure to be a roller coaster ride, and we are happy to share it with you. Now stay tuned for an exciting episode of the Program Your Life podcast. Well, hello and welcome. This is Joe Parker, and welcome to the Program Your Life podcast. I'm here with Kimberly. Say hello, Kimberly. Hi, everybody. And today we're going to talk about forgiveness and family. Because we've had some experiences that uh, have uh, kind of cemented it into our minds lately. How important uh, forgiveness is not only for ourselves, but for our family members. And how important family is to us. Very good, yeah. My relationships have grown and improved so much because I've had the courage to be honest with myself and look at myself and be willing to grow and change and do things differently. What a blessing that it has been to me and what a gift it has been to family members who love me. And how much easier life is because I have the willingness to do that. I am so grateful. I feel like I have a completely new set of glasses on and all the work that I've done on myself. I mean, it's been a lifetime, really. <laughs> uh, however, most intensely in the last five years of, of that really deep, going deep, 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 uh, having the courage to dig and discard. Wow, I just made that up. I like it. <laughs> dig and discard. And that's not easy to do. However, it's so worth it. Because the freedom and the liberation I've experienced as a result, there's just, there's nothing, you, you can't put a price tag on that. It's just priceless. Yeah, I agree. I know that when I've dug through my past, looking for things that I kind of have um, kind of beaten myself up for in the past, mistakes that I've made, things that I didn't do, and, and I dig them up, dredge them up, and being able to discard them to the point where I don't continue to bring it up anymore and continue to beat myself up for it has, has made all the difference in you know feeling better about my life because previously it was just just so easy to kind of go down that negative okay you know let's let's go through the inventory again would have should have yeah, could have yeah all these things that no oh, I made that mistake Blaming. oh I didn't do that and shame. Right, so I can go down that memory lane, I can get out the big bat, and I can just beat myself up and end up feeling like crap. And I've, I've gotten to the point where I don't do that anymore. And it, when I do think back on those times, when they come up, I, I kind of have a little different perspective on them now. And I can, I can look at myself and go, oh, you know, I was really young then. You know, I didn't have the same experience I have now. And I can, or the tools. Right. Exactly. So I can I can look back on it, and and also I can look at the lesson that I learned. I can say, you know what, I really learned a good lesson out of that, and I've applied that in my life since then. So you know, some of those experiences taught me a lot, a great deal. So I'm really more thankful for those experiences. Exactly. Now. I was just wondering when you were going to come back around to gratitude, <laughs> looking back and um, being able to find the gratitude in the experience. And, and what you know now. And I don't know that 
that you can really experience that without forgiveness, forgiving yourself. And that also helps to switch into thinking about it differently if you do go down memory lane, because we all do. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're around family gatherings or like a family reunion or something like that will bring all this stuff back up to the surface. Anyone and everyone will tell you that that can be challenging. You know, I'm going to a family reunion. Oh, oh boy. boy. Yeah. And we, we can all relate to that. It brings <laughs> things up. Sometimes it can bring us right back to those old roles that we played. So, you know, remembering the forgiveness piece. It, it's, I was talking about switching. When I do go down memory lane, I can so much easy, easily switch back to coming back to the now and coming back to the positive, coming back to gratitude, and coming back to forgiveness. And I could not do that if it were not for all the work that I've been willing to do. As I said earlier when we first opened this segment, I dug deep and I discarded. And there's a difference in just really discarding and letting go than just, you know, pushing it away or... Reburying exactly. it. <laughs> that's a good, that's a really good reburying it. Um, and, um, or just not thinking about it or saying, I'm just not going to deal with that. I'm just, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too painful. Avoiding it. Or not really I, dealing I haven't with forgiven it. forgiven myself for that one yet. Or that person probably hasn't forgiven me for that yet. You know, the stories that we can make up based upon stuff mm. are pretty incredible. You know, how people believe that other people think about them or feel about them. We can exactly. invent those Make stories, up stories about Making up a story about what someone is thinking about me and really mm. believing that. I mean... <laughs> and we all do it. Yeah. We we do it whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. We all do it. And the powerful thing is when you become aware of that, that's when you can switch it. That's when you can laugh right. about it. That's when you can say, oh boy, I'm making up a story. I'm, um, oh, that's not true. Or that's a lie. Or if someone wants to tell you who they think you are and you believe that, that can cause problems. And that happens a lot in families, how you used to be, and families not living close together like they did a hundred years ago, maybe people don't see how you change, how you grow, and they think you were that way and still are. Yeah, I think it's important for us to kind of break out of those role models or those roles that we, we were in when we were young, especially if we have siblings, you know, we all kind of fall into different roles. And I know that for me, it was important for me to kind of separate a little bit from my family so that I could grow as a person. And then when I come back to my family now, I'm not in that the, the role that I used to be in. You know, kind of the middle child role, the, the placator, you know, not, you know, never being a leader at anything, you know, because I was in the middle. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in that role anymore. And I had, to, I had to kind of break away from that and I had to be okay with it. And I had to not make up any stories about how they were going to react. And, you know, my family's accepted the change. And partly it's because our families are, are kind of working on themselves a little bit. So it's a lot easier in a family where they don't expect you to be the same and never change. Mm. It's amazing how many families, it seems like they revel in the fact that they don't ever change. Which, I don't think that's a good thing at all. I mean... I, I run into people all the time, and I'll say, hey, how are you? And they'll say, you know, same old, same old. You know, like, mm. okay, you know, nothing's changed, nothing ever changes. And, mm. I, and I think, oh, you know, that's not, 
that's not the way I want to live my life. I don't want to be the same person now that I was five, ten years ago. I want to be, I want to have different stuff going on in my life. I want to be doing things I've never done before. I want to be growing. I want to be, yeah, living in a, in a different uh, environment. So uh, I, I'm not uh, someone who believes that you should keep things the way they always were. I think that things should get better through change. I was talking to someone the other day, and she was telling me how she's really reinventing herself, and she was the baby of the family. It's mm-hmm. interesting, birth order. You know, you mentioned yeah. being a middle child, and yeah. I also am a middle child, and I was a peacemaker. That was my role. Right. I played, yep, I stepped too. into that role. And I have not really studied much about birth order, I, I think there's a few books about it out there, but I think there's probably something to it because the people that I've talked to that are older, the oldest or the youngest or whatever, there seems to be some similarities there. Anyway, so she was the baby of the family, and she's really uh, working on being her own person, you know, taking care of herself and making her own decisions. And she'd gone back to a family reunion or something and her oldest sister wanted to take charge and boss her around (laughs) and um, she was just not having any of it she was doing her best to stand in her power and not play the baby sister that gets Mm -hmm. told what to do and she just talked about how hard it was how how at at one point later she'd had a conversation on the phone and how, how scary it was and she was just shaking but she was she was just saying I'm not going to do that I'm going to do this and um I don't like the way you're talking to me, and I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> and so here's the thing. Sometimes people don't want to change, like you said. Same old, same old. And they will resist you changing. Mm-hmm. They want the rules to be clear and defined, and that's what they're comfortable with. That's a comfort zone. And I think underneath it all, there's love. I, I, I think, you know, a lot of families have love, no matter how different they are or what people go on and, and do or don't do, there's love. And I think when we can focus on that and just remember the love, then we can remember um, what we're grateful for. Then we can remember to practice forgiveness and, um, and be together and, and, and grow and change if that's what our heart and spirit and souls are calling us to do. So, you know, when she ended up, the conversation... She ended up just stating, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to hang up the phone now, and I love you, and we'll talk later. Mm-hmm. And she had to remove herself from the emotionalism and from the control that her sister did not want to give up. Yeah. That her sister wanted her right back to being that baby sister that does what she's told to do. Mm-hmm. And that's what made her sister feel safe. And, and I think it, it does make people question their roles and feel unsafe when they start seeing people change. I mean, but, they also have to look at themselves. But some, some of those old roles, though, are not very healthy. The roles that people fell into, I think, when you're younger, that are not necessarily help, healthy roles. There's a lot of dependency. There's um, Some people can kind of hide behind the coattails of somebody else. They don't have to grow into their own leadership or their own personality, make mm-hmm. their own decisions. And I think it's important for people to go out and grow as a person. And then when they come back into the family, you know, family reunions, and, then, and now suddenly they are acting in a different role. Like you said, that can be difficult, and there may be some conflict, but I think it's a healthy change 
that needs to take place. I, oh, absolutely. So people can, can get out of some of those roles that may not have been ter- terribly healthy. I agree. And sometimes it can inspire others to look at something differently and maybe question whether they want to make some changes. And I think that's what the threat is. I think some people get real comfortable in their comfort zone and what they're used to doing, and they don't necessarily want to do anything different. And so it's kind of threatening. Mm-hmm. Someone comes in, they're, they're changing things and doing things differently, and oh my gosh, maybe I have to look at myself. Mm-hmm. And am I going to do something differently? And that's a hard thing to do, to look at yourself and be honest and ask yourself, what do I really want? in this life and what is it going to take to have what I want as we know a lot of people are not willing to go to any length to make the changes that they say they want Mm -hmm. so it's just a big dream I want this I want this but oh it's gonna take that oh well maybe I don't want it that bad I'm gonna have to give up that or sacrifice that or change the way I believe or be uncomfortable oh no I, I guess I'm not ready yeah. To change. <laughs> mm-hmm. I believe in change. I believe we can all change. And I think that's another myth. I think some people believe this is just the way I am. It's my personality. I've always been this way and I can't change. So I'm just going to have to accept it and live with it and do the best I can. Right. Of course. But that is a story that they made up about what they're capable or not capable of doing. And it's a story that can be changed at any point in time about what we're capable of. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Those limits are all limits that we put on ourselves. Now, maybe somebody else suggested it at one time, but we may accepted it and decided that, yes, that applied to me. And we can change that story at any time. Isn't that a freedom? Isn't that a liberation? And that knowledge, that awareness is huge. And that is Mm -hmm. where the freedom comes in, to be who you want to be and to be able to switch to what you want. Because we create our own reality. And when I got that, when I finally figured that out, that's when my life took on a whole new meaning. And I felt empowered and liberated to be myself. What a gift. Yes, what a gift it is to be able to rewrite your history and rewrite your limitations Mm. or, or remove them completely. Yes. And completely to reinvent your life. It's a wonderful thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that's about all the time we have. And I want to thank you for listening to the Program Your Life podcast. Thank you for a great conversation. Yeah, appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We were so happy to be able to share this episode of the Program Your Life podcast with you. Make sure to check us out at programyourlife.org. You can always find our podcasts there. We're also going to have the podcasts on iTunes, in the iTunes store under podcasts, and then there'll be some on our YouTube channel. So look for us online, and we will talk to you again very, very soon. Thank you so much to the Program Your Life podcast. Until next time, this is Joe Parker signing off. Bye-bye.